Welcome to Living Life on the Max with Keisha B. Spivey, a weekly podcast that will challenge you and encourage you to live your best life yet. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Living Life on the Max. I am so excited for us to be concluding this series on dream killers. You know, a few weeks ago, we started talking about the power of a dream, and we also talked about those things that kind of sneak in on it and will literally suffocate it, and you not even realize what's going on. You know, week number one, we talked about discouragement, and we talked about how it's dangerous and how it doesn't discriminate. And if we're all honest, we tend to dip down into that dark place from time to time the key is you can't stay there the second week we talked about disappointment and how we define disappointment as really being that gap that exists between our expectation and our reality you know something didn't turn out the way you thought it didn't happen the way you thought and so now you're sitting in this place and you're like what happened was and that disappointment literally will try to squeeze the life out of your dream The next week, we talked about mediocrity, and we talked about settling for average and how that's literally a slap in God's face. Here he has made you in his image, and he has gifted you with talents and abilities. And yes, you have weaknesses, and yes, you have struggles, but also he knows what you need. And he has said you can do amazing things in his name, that there are things you can accomplish. But then we step back and we choose to settle for less than what he says we can have. And so we talked about how settling and getting in that place will kill your dream. And then last week, we talked about a lack of confidence. And what we emphasize is how true confidence only comes from knowing God for yourself and having a relationship with him. Because the moment you try to put confidence in yourself, you're going to disappoint you. The moment you try to believe in what you can do and how great you are, keep living. Something's going to happen and you're not going to be there to deliver. The only one who never changes, who never fails and always keeps his promises are God. The only one who has a perfect track record with you is God. And so we need to have a confidence, a confidence in who he is and what he's called us to do. So lastly, dream killer number five that we're going to walk through on today is called lack of imagination. Lack of imagination. You know, humorist Robert Orban said, always remember there are only two kinds of people in the world, the realist and the dreamers. The realist knows where they are going. The dreamers have already been there. Mm. The dreamers have already been there. You know, God has given every single one of us the gift of memory. And he allows us to use that thing to replay the things we need to remember, the things we need to glean from the past. And then he's given us this gift of imagination. And we're supposed to use that to pre-play the future. You know, Moses saw the promised land long before he ever got there. He saw it. He saw it. Seeing what was promised is literally what sustained him through those 40 years of wilderness living. You know, God wasn't torturing him with his thoughts. He wasn't torturing him with his imagination, but he was using it as fuel for the fire for him to keep going. You know, when God gives you a dream, you're able to see things that are invisible to others. You know, Moses saw it. Everybody else didn't. The things that God has given you, God has shown you, he's deposited on the inside of you and nobody else can see it. 
You got to realize that Jesus increases our capacity to see beyond the seen to the unseen. He allows us to use the gift of our imagination to create the evidence that you need to apply your faith to. You know, we talk about how now faith is the evidence of the unseen. Your imagination gives you the ability to have evidence for those things. You know, God wired us with this imagination, but far too often we use it negatively and we worry instead of positively in dreaming. Now, lack of imagination will kill your dream even before it takes its first breath. If you can't sit back in faith and see a thing before you can see a thing, then you'll never see a thing. Your imagination is a gift. It's a tool that God has given you that literally becomes a force that trespasses on the impossible. Your imagination trespasses on those things that the world says you can't have and those things you can't see. So as believers, we need to understand that developing our imagination is a necessity that's crucial to our faith. Our faith needs imagination as much as our imagination needs our faith. They need to go hand in hand. I looked up a definition and it was saying imagination is the action of forming ideas or concepts not present to the senses. I'm going to say that again. Imagination is the action of forming ideas or concepts not present to the senses. So for a believer, it's simply the ability to visualize that which is not visual to see the unseeable. That's what your imagination does. It allows you to visualize that which is not visual. Those things you can't see, it gives you ability to see it. The only way I know how to describe this is that imagination literally gives your faith eyes. It gives your faith eyes. You want your faith to see, then use your imagination. Sometimes you just have to close your eyes and see those things that you can't see with your eyes open. You have to be willing to tap into a world greater than the one that you can see. This physical world is a big deal, but the spiritual world is even greater. Nothing happens in the physical till it first happens in the spiritual. And your imagination allows you to access that. You know, Paul says in Romans that the people had become vain in their imaginations. They had become vain in their imagination. So when you look up the word vain, the words that are used as synonyms for it are hopeless and futile, useless. That's how they were in their imaginations. Hopeless imaginations literally killed their dream of victory. Useless imaginations killed their dream of what could be. You need to be someone who refuses to waste it, God, the gift that God has given you on literally worrying and fretting instead of seeing the invisible and seeing the impossible impossible you know becoming intentional about dreaming god-sized dreams that god has placed on the inside of you that's something that you have to decide to do it doesn't just happen you have to make up your mind that you're going to dream. You got to give yourself permission to envision those things, those promises that God has made to you. You have to give yourself permission to see beyond the scene. Give yourself permission to believe that things are possible, not to your neighbor, not to your friend, but that they're possible to you. Give yourself permission to see the unseen. 
by faith. I'm not talking about faking something. I'm talking about faithing something. What does the word say? I'm not talking about using your mind to conjure up all this craziness. No, I'm talking about you taking time to get in God's word, to spend some time in prayer, to hear what he's saying to your heart, to read what he has put in his word and allowing your faith and your imagination to literally grow from that place. You know, if you've come from a discouraging background or don't think of yourself as someone who's imaginative, don't lose hope. Don't lose hope. I want you to consider that this podcast is your alarm clock going off, literally screaming at you. It's time. It's time for you to discover your dream. It's time to develop your dream. Time to decree your dream. Time to decree it. Use your imagination to see it. And then decree it. And if you're wondering, Keisha, how do I decree it? You know, Job 22, 28 says, Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. That's a mighty good place to say amen. You shall decree a thing, and then it's established. So if I had to give you three quick tips on how to do that, number one is see it. Use your imagination. Take the lid off of your imagination and ask God to show you things you've never seen before. See it. Use your imagination. The next, I need you to say it. Speak out of your mouth what the word says about that thing. Say what God says. What does God, what has he said to you through the scriptures about that thing? You need to see it. Then you need to say it. And lastly, you need to stay on it. Stay on that thing. Don't be moved. I don't care how much time has passed. Don't be moved. I don't care if it's taking longer than you thought. Don't be moved. I don't care if it, you know, literally it's going a different path, but you're still on the same journey to get to that place. Don't be moved. You know, I think about what God is doing through our organization right now in Africa. That's something I dreamed about when I was 17 years old. I'll be 48 on my birthday and it's just happening in 2021. I didn't give up. I saw that thing. I said that thing and I've stayed on that thing 30 plus years. And it looks like a suddenly to everybody else. But no, I've been staying on this thing for 30 years. And now this thing is manifesting. I opened up talking about Caleb. You know, Hebrews eleven twenty six says Caleb was looking ahead to his reward. He was looking ahead. He was using his imagination to look ahead. He looked past the giants. He looked past the obstacles and he looked ahead. And these last 30 years, I've had to do a lot of looking ahead when it didn't seem like the promise God made me and the thing that he said to me was coming to pass. But 30 years later, here I am kind of feeling like Caleb, operating with a different spirit, believing God can't lie. That I've stood on this thing and I've stayed on this thing and I've used my imagination for years and now other people can see the thing. For years, I might have sounded crazy. For years, you know, what is this girl from North Carolina talking about? But now we're ministering 8,000 miles away and God is doing great things. Not because Keisha's so great, but because I believed him when he showed it to me. I had eyes and I opened up my eyes of faith to see it. I've said it. It's gone on my vision boards for the last 30 years. I've stayed on it through tears. I've stayed on it through frustrations. I've stayed on it through disappointments. But God, he always keeps his promises. 
You need to use your imagination and keep looking forward to every promise that God has made you. Keep looking forward to every dream that God has given you because here's what I know. Every promise he's made to you is yes and amen. And I want to challenge you today to use your imagination to see that thing until you see that thing. See that thing until you can see that thing. I want you to chew on that. See that thing until you can see that thing manifest in your life. So until we chat again, do you to the max and God bless you.